welcome to Brian Friends, a podcast about nothing and everything. I'm your host, Bree Simmons. This week, I had the great fortune of talking with some of my good friends from back home in Illinois, um, the one and only Jack Klompus and his beautiful wife, Kate. I went to North Central College with the both of them, so that's where we met um, way back when like eight years ago. (laughs) And we, uh, we were all music majors. So we were in the same circle. And uh, we fortunately still keep in touch today. And I decided to, uh, I love their stories. They tell the best stories. And I had to get them on this podcast some kind of way. And they probably will be back. Um, But this week, I had them on to tell me, while I shared with them as well, some of the best paranormal activity-ish stories or true crime stories, and we really had a great time with it. Um, And when we recorded it, it was actually Friday the 13th, so I mean, it added to the (laughs) ambiance. So I hope you guys enjoy, and here we go. Hello! Hi! And <laughs> this here is Brian Friends, and we're recording this on Friday the 13th, but you're hearing this on Thursday the 19th, or Friday the 20th. If so, toke up. <laughs> um, and it might make that even weirder. So if you want to get to a weird place on 420, just keep listening. Keep listening in. Call a friend later if you need help. Anywho, um, we're we're uh, bringing you some of our favorite true crime, <clears throat> paranormal activity, spooky shit today. Because I mean, I've been listening to a lot of true crime podcasts and watching a lot of true crime television actually since like age seven. So <laughs> this is That's why Unsolved I like Mysteries you, was my jam. Oh, Unsolved like, Mysteries. I, <laughs> I scared myself to sleep every night with that. Yep, it's fine. Yep. Um, those great acting reenactments. Oh, we won't yeah. have any of that here, unfortunately. <laughs> but they're fantastic. Um, so we got maybe five, six handful of fun murder <laughs> intrigue. <laughs> and and I want to preface this with we're not making light of these tragedies. It's just a I don't know. It's a thing to talk about. I don't know why it's I intriguing. like it so much, or why I'm fascinated by it. Why I have like several serial killer documentaries on my Netflix queue. I approve. But, I mean, I feel like the more you know, the more you can like you know be vigilant. Seriously, maybe. I mean, I'm o- Batman, overly I'm paranoid. I feel like, but I'm still alive. So I mean, watch out because the most normal people, like Jody Arias, who we'll learn about later, can just. Yes. Nobody's safe. Anywho. No one. No one. Um, so who I would one of Kate, you're more organized. So <laughs> <would you> like, <laughs> Got it. Would you like oh I didn't introduce who's here. So <laughs> sorry. Your mystery guest. We've got Jack and Kate, guys. Jack Clompus. The Jack Clompus. <laughs> I keep forgetting that this is like a straight me. 
I keep forgetting this is like a strictly audio medium, and I keep like fist bumping and like doing <laughs> fancy stuff that like no one can see. No one can see. Should I just like I'll just like audible like your yeah. physical yeah. mannerisms? Yeah. To describe the whole thing going down. <laughs> Jack raises fist and triumph <laughs> over the announcement of his own name. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, we are video chatting. They're all the way in my homeland of Illinois. And they're part of like my core friendship circle back there. So they're all going to be on the show eventually, whether they like it or not. But these are the first two to uh, break on through. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going to have Kate go first Boy, y'all. with us. So whenever you're ready, take it away. Okay. So the true crime kind of story that I went with, you all know it, whether you think you do or not, but it's the story of the lady astronaut, Lisa Nowak. Apologize if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Um, so I'm just going to get right into this backstory a bit. So Lisa was born in May of 63 in uh, Washington, D.C. She fell in love with the space program age six. Um, while watching the moon landing, which I feel like everyone and their mother back then fell in love with being an astronaut then. Yeah, man. <laughs> but... Apparently, it didn't get a lot of viewership. I'm sorry, sorry, continue. No, jump on. Really? Yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess, like, realistically, it didn't get as many viewers as they thought it. Damn. Yeah, as, like, we look back at it now, as this big thing. Well, even today, they right. feel like people are just like, that didn't actually happen. I will not interrupt again. I don't care. <laughs> But, okay, so moon landing, cool. She joined the U.S. Navy in 85, became a naval officer in 87, and an astronaut in 96. So she's a quick mover in this industry, (laughs) it seems like. I would know as an astronaut myself, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, But, so she was eventually selected to be a mission specialist in robotics and got the opportunity to go to space um, in 2006. She went to the International Space Station, and she was there for 13 days, which pretty badass. But um, I know. I, I thought that was cool until I got deeper into the story, and I was like, yeah, she's not so cool anymore. Wait, she was on the ISS for 13 days? Oh, it's, well, this is all Wikipedia. Let me just say that right now. That's a source. It's but a source. It's a source. As a teacher, it's a source. It's a, oh, don't say that out loud. <laughs> Maybe not. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so it said, specifically it said she spent almost 13 days in space before returning. Oh, wait, in space, not on the ISS. Sure. Okay, no, sorry, I thought, sorry, sorry. Don't question me, I'm an astronaut. I'm not, you're right. You're um, right. 13 <laughs> days in space. Um, all right, anyway, so Noak was married with three children, um, but around 2007, Noak and her husband did end up getting divorced. Possibly here's why. In 2004... After astronaut, I'm going to butcher his last name, William. Oh. Nope. No. Nah. <laughs> O'Finland? O'Finland? Uh, o- O-F-A-L-I-N-E? Sure. O-E-F. I know. His last name is spelled O-E-F-E-L-E-I-N. So best guesses yeah. insert here. Um, so after that guy got divorced... He and Noak actually started an affair. Doing that math, she didn't get divorced until 2007. Started banging William in 
2004. So that relationship lasted about two years. He gradually started breaking off in 2006, and then he started getting in a relationship with third now astronaut member of the story, Colleen Shipman. Here's, Here's where it gets weird, guys. Here we go. So on February 4th to the 5th of 2007, Noack set off on a drive from Houston to Orlando with a set reported list of items that she packed along with her. Here's the list. You can draw your own conclusions. <laughs> I literally like listed it because it's weird. It's weird. Here we go. Latex gloves, a black wig, a BB pistol and ammunition, pepper spray, a hooded trench coat, a drilling hammer, not sure what that is, black gloves, rubber tubing, plastic garbage bags, about $585 in cash, her computer, an eight-inch folding knife, and more is what Wikipedia says. So the list goes on from there. They got tired. Etc. Et yeah. Whoever was typing the Wikipedia page was like, yeah, that's enough. I'm done listing things. Um, and early on in the police report, after she was arrested, the police noted that she was wearing space diapers. Didn't make that up. It actually said space diapers. <laughs> and because... Is diapers with, like, planets on oh, them no, and wait. stars? Oh, <laughs> I wish it was that cool. Here's what it actually is, because Wikipedia is fucking brilliant, and they hyperlinked space diapers that sent me to a new page where I got to find out about space diapers. <laughs> yes. If you give, you offer me that link, I'm gonna click it. Yeah, please do. So according to NASA, space diapers are also called mags, maximum absorbency garment. <laughs> you guys ready? This was something astronauts wear. <laughs> what did they say? Okay, this is something astronauts wear during liftoff, landing, and extra vehicle activities. Not sure what that includes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so if you ever want to know what space diapers is, that's what space diapers are. So according to the police, apparently she had space diapers through this whole route from Houston to Orlando. <clears throat> Right. She's not fucking stopping. No, no. no. She had a plan. She had a, she had a, she had a plan. Yeah. She had a hooded trench coat and a drilling hammer. She knew what she was doing. <laughs> But, okay, so when she arrived in Orlando, she went straight to the airport, hung out at the baggage claim for about an hour until Shipman, Colleen Shipman, showed up, got her bags. She then followed Shipman to the parking lot, and when Shipman went to get in her car, Noak was like, fuck no, and just ran up on her <laughs> and started slapping her window, trying to get into the car. Then when that didn't work, she asked for a ride. When that didn't work, she started crying. And apparently the crying was what did it, because Shipman rolled down her window a few inches, and Noak took that opportunity to spray the hell out of the inside of her car with pepper spray. Oh, wow. Because Shipman's another astronaut, she's like, fuck no, space diaper bitch. Mm -hmm. She pulled out of that spot, <laughs> and she drove away and was able to get to the like parking lot uh, like booth called the police and the cops were there within minutes they found um they found noak throwing a bag of evidence away at the terminal and then i don't know she tried to avoid it it was like that's not mine i just found that <laughs> helping the environment about. some litter bug i don't know 
But so she was arrested. She was charged with attempted kidnapping, battery, attempted vehicle battery, and burglary, and destruction of evidence. Excuse me. Later, in a request for a restraining order um, against Noack, Shipman cited that she believed Noack had been stalking her for two months leading up to this. Girl, get a life. Let's start there. I mean, as far as stalking goes, two months is not that impressive. People have been stalked for far longer than two months. Yeah, but space diapers were involved. Yeah, in no, it's true. <laughs> I keep coming back to the space diapers. Um, like, I don't have I, time. I would, like to, I would like to point out, though, for like a hot second, that like, so she drove from Houston to Orlando. Shipman flew in from Houston to Orlando. Maybe catch her before she gets the plane. Why'd you drive? So she had to, yeah, she had to leave before the plane left yeah. the airport in Houston. Like, she left a day before to meet her at an airport in a different city, but she drove there. Girl, just catch her at the airport. Maybe, maybe, maybe you she, know, she wanted she wanted the adventure. I guess. Or maybe she, she like, knows something about Florida laws, and there's, like, a better chance of her, like, doing this crime in Florida compared to Texas. Maybe she just thought it was a good way to use up those extra space diapers she didn't use in the... International space station. I'm gonna like I'm gonna make a drinking game for like the listeners for every time I say space diapers. You have two shots. Um But anyhow, so apparently the judge and the police all agreed that based on the evidence of elaborate planning, disguises and weapons that she had come with her, that they held her without bail because she seemed like maybe she was a threat. Maybe yeah. a little bit. Yeah. During the arraignment, her lawyers were able to get her released on bail, but the bail was set at $15,500 as long as she agreed to wear a GPS tracker and never come in contact with Shipman. Uh, before she was released on bail, though, even though that she had the money to pay it, the police department landed another charge on her for attempted first-degree murder so that she wasn't allowed to be released. That's fair. Soup's fair. Yeah. Soup's but, fair. Soups. Um, but then, so I guess her, they went again in front of the judge for the arraignment, and they were able to get her released on bail again, but the judge upped it an additional $10,000. Super fair also. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, the trial went back and forth for years. In February of 2007, she entered a plea of not guilty. The trial was supposed to be in July of 2007, but was postponed until April to allow her lawyers to get a um, insane defense together. Because I figured they, okay. they were probably like, that's probably your best shot, maybe. <laughs> they got a lot against you. <laughs> um, eventually, it was, po- it was supposed to be scheduled again for December of 2009, but in November of that year, she agreed to enter a plea of guilty for lesser charges, was sentenced to a year of probation, and two days of jail time, which they considered time served while she was not released on bail, I guess. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, let's see. In the in two thousand August of two thousand ten, the naval administrative panel of three admirals voted to uh, recommend Noack to be suspended from the U.S. Navy, um, with un other than honorable discharge, and she was um, other than honorable. Other than honorable, so not dishonorable, but like gray area. So what what do you do for dishonorable? Hmm. Dishonorable, you're just scum to the world. Okay. If you, it's if it's actually categorized as dishonorable discharge. Mm-hmm. They're just like you, super fucked up. 
Yeah. Like, no one wants you. So this is, like, other than... So, like... This is not quite... You're not great, but, like... This is not quite fucking up. This is just... This is just your run-of-the-mill fucking up. Like, it's a little bit... Yeah, man. If this is enough to get you dishonorable, like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously. I'm gonna go double agent might be in that card for you to get that. (laughs) But I don't know. But she then, they also uh, dropped her ranking from captain to commander. Oof. Not sure what that, that hurts. means. That hurts, yeah. Does it? That one cuts deep. I'm only an astronaut, wow. I don't really understand. <laughs> but, so if you guys, okay, so I specifically remember this happening, like, legit. But I just love that her Wikipedia page says that friends and family said that she uh, separated and eventually divorced from her husband in 2007. All of that shit went down in 2007. So at what point of that was her husband was like, maybe I'm not jiving with this anymore. <laughs> you know what? I think, I think we've grown apart. <laughs> I, think, I don't think this is going to work out anymore. Because she drove to Orlando in February of that year. And then she was like arraigned for the second time that July. So like at what point? It was like coming around like Christmas and he's just like, do I buy her a present or do I divorce him at this point? I don't really know i mean he took those vows he did did hard and she has three kids those poor babies oh man just three she had one i always wonder that like how the kids of these crazy insane murderers i know and i just like that part kills me like that's i think that's like the (laughs) the story of what she did i find real kind of funny I'm glad no one was actually seriously hurt or injured in this. No one was, like, murdered or anything. But just, like, her mindset with this, with everything that she obviously had planned, it's it's mm-hmm. a little funny. But then, like, you have to... <laughs> <laughs> I can't... I can't decide... I can't decide if, like, part of me enjoys the fact that NASA astronauts that have been in space are, like, not above... High school drama. normal human drama, or like if I to a new level, like, I can't decide between that or if I should be worried that she was deemed qualified to go in space. Right? True. You know? Yikers! Like you can't. Yeah, actually, seriously, you can't trust somebody like that in a damn space shuttle. God, like, where are you gonna go? You can't run away from that. I they get up there. She might have an episode, and like. I mean, Who ate my fucking space ice cream? Right. Then she some like tainted, cuts their air supply. It's over. Some tainted she puts on fucking. This, she puts on this, the the space diaper. Yeah. Or whatever. Over her over her astronaut. Yeah. Plane. Like she forgot and put him on first. And so then like just... the other astronauts are like, oh shit, it's on. Yeah. You know. She's got that space diaper, man. <laughs> and even the wicked man, seriously, even the wick. You guys should check out the Wikipedia page for space diapers, though. It was really entertaining. There was a di- there was like a drawn out <laughs> diagram, a diagram of the different yeah, like what you do with it and what they look like. And they kind of look like boxer briefs. Oh, okay. But like thicker, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it like there Is was it like the. The fashionable depends or pull-ups. Seriously, they didn't have an actual picture. I'm really hoping they were, like, foil, like, on the outside, like, super shiny. I hope. It's space. It's space. (laughs) They have to be. It's a rule. (laughs) It's in space. It's got to be shiny. Yeah, it was was pretty great. But there was, like, one line. I didn't write this down, but I did think it was really funny about the space drivers on the Wikipedia page. It was, like, they used it, and most astronauts were assigned three permission. 
but no one really ever used them because before they were invented, the International Space Station and the spaceships had rooms for that. On Earth, we call them bathrooms. Mm -hmm. Apparently, they thought of that when they made this International Space Station. So most of them don't use these. Oh, good. So I'm really glad NASA, you know, used their budget wisely. Glad to know about that. But there were, so if you guys don't remember this, this was huge pop culture, and it was all over the news and everything. So they listed a bunch of, like, pop culture references, which I thought were great. There was obviously a 2020, because they're on their shit with news. Yes. <clears throat> there was a Law & Order episode, a Law & Order criminal intent called Rocket Man, that was based off her story. She's a woman. Yeah, but and Elton I think John. it's gonna be your <laughs> There was a 30 Rock episode that really? Liz Lemon did it, and she referenced it. The, um, the Fighting Irish episode is the one that she's referenced in. Let's see. There was songs she was referencing. Molly Lewis had a song <laughs> named Road Trip. There was a Spanish punk pop band. Sick. That oh, had a wow. song about it. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> I'm not gonna say the Spanish. <laughs> they gave me the Spanish title, but in English it said "You will die in space." <laughs> That's the best song title I've ever read in my entire life. So everyone out there, please go download the song. I really want the song to trend now. But Ben Folds have referenced her in a song called Cologne. <laughs> Common referenced her in a song called Driving Me Wild. And, and Ostra um, reference had her depicted in his music video uh, for his, the song I Love You More Than You Love Yourself. <laughs> all right. So she's famous. What's great about this is like all of these songs I feel like are great like playlists for like swim fan stalker level. Yeah. Days. Do you like, think? Do you think like when she was on the way, like the, the the spaceship launches and she's on her way out of the out of the stratosphere, do you think in her head she's like, I'm gonna be remembered for this, this thing, and then like later on she freaked out and, and tried to kill a girl and well now, married and now she's really famous for that instead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope so. <laughs> This is what she's going down for history mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. In a Spanish punk pop. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> you will die in space. You will die in that's space. That's great. I'm I'm gonna look for that song immediately. Right? <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, that that's my new mission. That wraps up my detailed. <laughs> you know, I vaguely remember that. I think I got it mixed up because these are both women who drove cars. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> a lot, there are a lot of them. There, yeah, there aren't many women driving cars. <laughs> Not a lot, you know? So, I mean, wow. Um, but she, the, what's her name? The chick who uh, cut her husband's dick off? <gasps> oh, uh, Bobbitt? Bobbitt. Lorena yeah, Bobbitt, I yeah. Think, I he think does porno now. Like... He has done porn, yeah. No, he still does it. What else has that guy got to go for? <laughs> I mean, that's rough. That's rough. <laughs> Like, how do you... I'm sure that's not the first time that's happened, though. Like, she can't be the first woman who was like, I'm about to chop your dick off. Oh, absolutely like, not. Went through with it. No way. I just think she became that person in pop culture where, like, every woman scorn has thought that. But then she did it, and every woman scorn was like, yeah! You get that! <laughs> was Ricky Lake around back then? Because if so, I think she should have been on Ricky Lake. Like, I feel... That would have been or Jerry Springer. <laughs> <laughs> Just go straight to Springer. Maybe, maybe Donahue. Jerry, Jerry 
Yeah. Or like Mori. You like make him do a... Yes! Oh, yeah. Mori. Make him do a lie detector. You oh were God, lying. The... Then here comes the knife. The lie detector detected. That was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch that show religiously. Oh, like, good. every day if I stayed home from school, it's like, Maury's coming on at 10 a.m. and then again at 1 p.m. and I will be there to yep. see if that is the father of that child. Yep. <laughs> and I think I stopped after college because I think Kateri gave me shit because I was <laughs> What? Well, Kateri, if you're How listening, you're she? incorrect How and you were missing out on life. She? You stop judging she hard and you so watch more. But she got... I think she got into an episode or two, but I had I stopped watching it because I also didn't have time to after a while. Yeah. And I recently tried to, and there's just too much yelling and talking over people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, let's hear both sides, guys, please. <laughs> See, I'm please. not I'm not sure I agree with that. <laughs> uh. Jack's dream is that him and his brother take a road trip to where Vermont is where it's filmed I now. I think so. Something like that. Him no, and, somewhere up. But yeah, yeah. Him ish. and his brother take a road trip to Vermont just to go see a taping of Maury. That's their <laughs> dream. When, when, I, when, when, we were in, when I was in college, we would record the afternoon show and then come home and watch it together. And we, That's pretty our, our dream is to sit in the back and just be in it, you know? You're booing, you're yes. cheering, and just... Like, the energy there is, is palpable. <laughs> <laughs> I like how they go up to the big ass screen like look at the eyes look at that that's his kid and then they always have to run off stage my absolute favorite is always and like you know it's a very serious thing if it's real but you know whatever but like it's a very serious thing but my favorite is when the guy is not the father and at the same oh, moment man. that the woman is like in horrible tears the dude just gets up and starts dancing all around the stage. He does! Like, yeah, without a like, care in the world. And, like, taking high fives from the audience members. Yeah. They were, like, suddenly on the booted when he yeah. came out. But now he's right, so they're his best friend. Yeah. And uh. the girls gotta, like, run down the hall past, like, three different dressing rooms, like, yeah. Just, like, wailing to the gods. Like, <laughs> in just... Like, I hope it's real, because I'm like, you can't put these children on TV. And yeah. <laughs> I do remember one episode, we're on a tangent, but I have to do this, but I remember one episode this woman was on, and she had been on to test her 11th and 12th guy to figure out the father of her one, of this one child. And every single, she had, like, done, she'd come to Maury every single time. It was... The father just doing that at home. They just, (laughs) right? Just send her home with a kid or two. Like... Just, the plane fare is just too much. No, we gotta take a trip. We gotta go. I think they like they gave her the entire episode because they were like recapping the other ten guys she had brought on the show. It was, like it was a big deal. It was sweet, sweet, probably. <laughs> Last thing the prime time for that. I'm moving so. on. Okay. Um, back in the day though, he used to have talent shows, and like kids used to come on. And when I was a kid, I was like, I can fucking go on Maury and blow these other children out the water. Like, <laughs> I can be on Maury's talent show. I don't know if he still does that because all I ever see are paternity tests. Every once in a while, he will. <laughs> but I mean, you could still technically be on Maury. Yeah. Just not. I could. With, not with the talent. Yeah. We're just right. <laughs> <laughs> see, they they always do the they they will randomly do the different um different ones, and one that I always see them doing is they have drag queens and real women march oh, out, and they have yeah. the audience guess. If it's a he, do they, they do that. They do that. That's, <laughs> and I was, I, I'm not ashamed to say I was wrong every single time. 
every single there See, was that some... would be like problematic now i like, know there would definitely be some issues but i'm like let's just let's just try it out let's just... <laughs> <laughs> See, i like i would never want to go on as a woman in that because i just that would right? be that would that's a blow that is a oh, blow that, to the a ego a and the self-esteem <laughs> like the audience is like that's a dude i think was didn't didn't dolly parton <laughs> compete in a Dolly Parton drag queen lookalike contest and she lost. Oh my god! Stop! I, it was something like that, I think. <laughs> that's amazing! I really hope that's oh, true. Dolly. Yeah, I, I remember reading that. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Dolly, what that's a queen. Great. What a woman. Well, Adele did the same thing. She... Yeah, kind of. Oh yeah, I saw that! <laughs> She also there were, lost. Like, all these... She did. I think she was trying there were, like, to. All these Adele impersonators, and they like had like the hands and everything on, and she was like backstage with like some weird ass accent, like, yeah. asking for advice. I'm like, oh. and a fake nose, and she was like, in, she had a backstory of a nanny or something, and she comes out last, and she just gets too nervous and can't. It's great. It's all over. It was on YouTube. I forget what. It was a bit. So no, she was supposed to be bad. It was adorable. It was like it awesome. made you laugh, made you cry. It was yeah. like, it everything. And then she actually started singing. Like one by one, you saw the impersonators. Like it dawned on them all mm-hmm. who that actually was. Wait a minute, <laughs> it's the queen. <laughs> <laughs> no, could you imagine if Beyonce did that? Like, I mean, the impersonators sat there and like watched the performance Beyonce and were respectful not... about it. If that was Queen... Beyonce's not showing up to anything. <laughs> she doesn't have to. She can, she can just, like, secretly drop an album and just breaks the internet. Like Seriously, she can drop an album, walk away, and... Never come back to it like, again. She could stop now and live comfortably. Man, I heard that she was coming back on tour, and I immediately looked up tickets, and the day pre-sale was there, the cheapest tickets I could find was $230. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nope. I I mean. No thanks. I love I mean, her. I was surprised at myself but... for dropping ninety dollars so quickly for like the cheap seats for a Bruno Mars concert. Like I never spent that amount of money. It's not a lot, but it's a lot for a cheap person like myself. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, please, Bruno, take my money. I'll go. It's fine. Yeah. But well, this new one concert. that he's got with yeah. uh with a uh, Cardi B though, I looked up the tickets. The cheapest one was like one sixty five, and I'm like. Mm. Can't oh, do no. it. Can't. <laughs> I just can't. I can't pull that. I have to miss out on that one, and it's because he just went and won all these Grammys. So now it's yeah. like he has so now it's over. to his name. You know. So I'm just, like, well, people should stop being successful, and then we could go <laughs> really? see them for cheap. Really? Like, I can't do this. It can only go up from here. Like, I gotta wait 20 years <laughs> no. until he's yeah. got a residency in Vegas, yeah. or until he's playing at like Ribfest <laughs> in oh. Naperville. <laughs> <laughs> I'd see that. It is really funny though, because they get like some of the acts that do show up there are good, but I still also understand why they're there. That's true. But hey, Oblio played Rip Fest, I think once. I might be wrong. Oh, that's I, I wasn't in it when they played it, yeah. but I'm pretty they sure there. they played it. Well, that's sick. I remember something with Rip Fest. That's pretty cool though. Maybe. They played some festival. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool when local bands get to that level because it is a, a huge deal because it brings in insane crowds. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's sad it's like, when it's Hootie like, and the like Fo- a, like Blowfish throw up there. And if you're a local band, it's on your way up the pyramid. Right. And when you're a For famous Hootie, artist, it's on, it's your on way the down. way down the yeah. pyramid. <laughs> Hootie's great. Played on Bon Jovi. Yeah. But, yeah, right. <laughs> 
I fucking go. Anyway. It's a true crime. Uh, yeah. Um, so Jack, do you want to go? Should I go? Um, I, uh, I can go. Elisa Lamb was, and again, I, again, I don't have Kate's. She had like dates and stuff. Wikipedia had dates. I so have, correct that. Everything Wikipedia is kind of, it? yeah. Everything's a little more fluid in my story. I had story. copy and paste. Is um, what I so Elisa Lamb was a Canadian college student who was, she was kind of taking a term off and she was traveling um, around America and she ended, up, she ended up in LA. Um, I do know this. Yeah. Story. And she was staying at the Cecil Hotel or mm-hmm. the Cecil, one of those, Cecil Hotel, which fun fact, um, that is where the Black Dahlia stayed before she was murdered. Ooh. Um, and that is where the Night Stalker stayed while he was murdering. Yeah. Okay. Yikers, <laughs> stripers. So Elisa Lamb is staying there, and um, she had been calling her parents every day, and she was, you know, around. She was just touristing, sight- sightseeing, and all sure, that. Sure, sure. And then suddenly, her parents stop hearing from her, and no one really knows where she's at. Um, and she's just kind of gone. And then other guests. So this is days and days later. Other guests in the hotel start complaining that the water is discolored and tastes odd. Oh, God. Essentially. So... I literally just gagged right <laughs> So they, they go check... Let me get there's, going. There's, like, four huge water tanks on top of the hotel, um, and hotel staff goes up to just check to see what's up, and they find Elisa Lamb floating in one of the water tanks. Um, she's... Not whole anymore. She's naked. There's... Her clothes are in the tank with her, but not on her. Um, I guess my understanding, I could be wrong, but my understanding is the tank was closed. Um, and they had to open it to see her. And she had been there for a long time. So obviously, yeah, you know, what what comes with essentially drowning. Um, uh, so they, there's a, there's a security cam footage, and you can look it up online, um, of... Like, that's the last known footage of her alive. It's creepy. And this is the creepy part. It's her in an elevator. And it's just, like, a still shot from, like, the cor- like the upper corner of the elevator looking down into the hallway. And you see her, like, get on the elevator and press a bunch of buttons and then, like, tightly stand in the corner of the elevator, like, by the control panel. And, like, for a long time, the doors do not close on the elevator. So she kind of, like, slowly peeks her head around into the hallway and then kind of, like, steps out for a second. And you see her, like, gesturing and maybe talking. And then she steps back into the elevator, presses a bunch more buttons, and, like, a couple of them a few times in a row. And then again, like, holds tight to the wall. And, like, just every so often she'll kind of lean and look out and then, like, really quick, like, snap back up against the wall and stand there. Um, and the doors oh, just... Fuck! Yeah, no. yeah. And, the, do- the, and the, the doors on this elevator are not closing. No! So she just keeps, like, peeking out into the hallway, and then finally she just steps out into the hallway and leaves, and the moment she leaves, the doors of the elevator close. What the hell? And that's, nope. that's the last you see of Elisa Lamb. God, that's like a nightmare. Yeah, so the the coroner or whoever ruled it like an accidental drowning um but from what foul play evidence apparently there's no dedicated way to get onto the fuel tanks like the people that service them have to use a ladder to get onto Mm -hmm. them 
So yeah. so she couldn't have really just climbed up and then gotten in and closed the hatch on herself. Um, so, you know, who knows if she was running from somebody? Who mm-hmm. knows if she... I mean, she did have a history of mental illness, but not a history of, like, like um, psychotic episodes right. or anything like that. So who really knows? But it's... It is a chilling video to watch, yeah. knowing the context. Yeah. I'm Yikes. looking it up. Right stat now. Brave yeah. lady. <laughs> but I feel like I'm going to freak myself out. It's, it's only four minutes long. Nope! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not about it. It's so creepy, and it's I'm not so about it. sad. I can't watch it. It's over. Yeah, I can't she, do it. And you can just see it in her body language. She is so... Off and just yeah, she something is something is afoot. And I've heard man, Dante's I've... not home yet. I'm gonna have spookies. <laughs> I can't do this. Lock your doors, guys. No. She's like freaking out. Look at how this. Way. I, I know. Can't do this. And I've heard it in so many. Like I've seen the video, and I've only ever interpreted her reaction in that video that she's afraid of someone or trying to get away from some. I've never. I've heard it in like from other people just being like, it looks like she could be like playing with, like toying with someone mm-hmm. like, the, oh, like, like like playing a game like a hide and seek thing or something something like that i've ne- i could not get oh that from God. the body language well and the, and the other thing too is people said some people had said that maybe it looks like based on some like like of her uh just gestures and stuff it looks like she could be like on ecstasy or something but they did not find any in her any system. substances in her body <laughs> so yeah Apparently she she's had, sober. I know she had medication for some, but it was, I know she did suffer from some sort of mental illness, but it wasn't any kind of psychotic sort of stuff. I want to say it was like something like bipolar. It, it was It was bipolar. Yeah. But again, so that doesn't and lend itself was, to like. No. And she yeah. was always very on top of her medication and very responsible for it from mm-hmm. like what her family had said. But that's just so sad. It is. You know, she like looks this video is going so slow. It is only a minute and a half in, and I'm like, can we please stop? Can we just... <laughs> this is not okay. I'm like reading the the comments here. There's a lot of conspiracies. On this mm, oh, they do, yeah. Investigators here. That hotel but is they still did there. Bring up, they brought up a good point here. Like the... It's something sort of completely different, but that um, girl who was... It wasn't Rose... It was Rosemont. The Rosemont Hotel, or the hotel in Rosemont. By us. By us. Um, I think okay. the girl, um, Kanika. Oh, that climbed to the Jenkins. top. Yeah, she no, she was uh, found in the freezer dead. Yes, like, yes, in yes. In the big hotel freezer. How and I'm like, one, how she get in there? Two, they said they had this footage, but oh, the cameras were broken. But then all of a sudden, what? then they had more footage and. I saw the what? actual pictures of like the pictures the police took of her when they found her. No. And it looks horrible. But uh. I'm like, the girl that is walking in those surveillance videos is not Kanika because it, it's it's petty. But I'm like, because the, they had a Facebook Live video for her too. Mm-hmm. Like she was like on Facebook Live with her friend who they said allegedly set her up okay. to get murdered for Ooh. like $300 or something like that. Oh, whoa. wow. Um, um, it was this girl's birthday and not Kanika, the other girl. Oh. And they were like on Facebook live talking or whatever. And you hear like Kanika, like say something like she sounds out of it. Like she's asking for help. And then they turn the music up really loud oh, no. 
and then you just don't hear anything from her anymore and then oh. all of a sudden oh we don't know where she's went and she's dead and i'm super pissed that they're still saying like oh no she did it herself she walked in the freezer and, uh, it herself. No. and i'm just hearing conflicting stories like first they said the freezer wasn't working so obviously how could she not freeze? true to oh. like I, they they had to have done something Poor i don't know girl. what i don't know if they're still investigating but like the girl in the video is not her she was like a little bigger the like it it was it wasn't her oh, no. that's all i'm gonna say about that but i'm like Yikes. this is the same not the same thing but they're like but still this is that, like, like that where the girl just shows up there there are yeah. theories that there's like a minute or so cut from that video like when they released it from the, from the elevator one? one yeah there's like a there's a theory that i mean they they blur out the timestamp on it wait yours yeah or the yeah the only salam video okay. there's like there's the timestamp on it's blurred but they say that some people say that there's like a minute or so that's been cut from the video. Oh, um, I like that. Well, I mean, if it's still an ongoing investigation that they don't want to release that to the press, I can understand it. But oh, it's not ongoing. My, it's I over. was going to say, to my understanding, like this is in, in fact, her, not even cold. In fact, her parents sued and it was thrown out of court. So like, Gosh. it's pretty, it's pretty much done. At They're this like, point. no, you don't. Yeah, know it's over. Work. We do. Yeah. Clearly, that's well. Sus. Man, Ooh. see, after all this, I'm gonna have to watch some super light television. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna bring up like the revamp of like Roseanne, and we'll just like catch up on them. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, I'm gonna I'm gonna go off on a small tangent about Roseanne. See, excuse me, people were giving a shit because they were saying she's a Trump supporter, which may be true, but I like. Roseanne, I do. And I will say that it's nice to see a Trump supporter on television who's not like all the crazy ass yeah. lunatics. You know <laughs> I mean? Like the crazy ass Ooh, racist mm-hmm. lunatics who are ignoring the shit that he's done. Like she said in like the first episode, like we didn't know he would do all this. <laughs> <laughs> poor. We're poor American folk. We almost lost our house. He was talking about jobs, so yeah. yeah, which is true. Like yeah. I get that side of it, but For then sure. you got the crazies that I always see on Facebook that make me question yeah. my friendships. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I will say that. Like it's nice that you get that end of it. Like it's yeah. like hashtag not all Trump supporters. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> for sure. But you can't just bash someone for supporting them. Like yeah, they could I be mean, good people who thought that he had good intentions, but oh no. It, it, yeah, I, I I try very hard to think that that yeah the vast majority of people that was their perspective on the whole situation well and just think i mean like this may not sound super much but at least my facebook news feed i did have members of either family or friend groups who were on that side during the election and were super loud about why and it seemed at least from my news feed it seemed like a lot of that talk once he got into office and started pulling all this stuff, like all of a sudden my news feed was like, never mind. Can't <laughs> <laughs> um, hear so much anymore. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, we're in it now. We Who are. Knows? It's just but it is what it is, and that was me saying, I love Roseanne. Yeah, I love the show. I, I love haven't the revamp. You can't stop me. I know. I haven't started watching it yet. It's a great show. I haven't started watching the revamp, and I'm really excited. I want mm-hmm. to just like binge the hell out of it. And sometimes, I mean, to to an extent, it's okay to separate the art from the artist. I mm-hmm. I think. I mean, maybe some people disagree with me, but I think, you know, to a point. But to a point. Yeah. yeah. 
people have been separating R. Kelly from that. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe that's not a person you separate from the art. You know, maybe that's a person that. I mean, the most people who can't see my reaction right now. My eyes got real big and my head just started shaking. Yes. Yeah. Hard. Like, I mean, let's be real. Agreed. The man can write a nice song. Yeah. Yeah. And you forget for one second. Oh, he peed on that girl once. Well, it seems like people have forgotten for decades at this point. People have forgotten for a very long time. And I could very, It's crazy. I'm not going to, you but know, I'm very much going to have a soapbox and name a bunch good. of names of people yeah. who've separated <laughs> artists in, in person. But, I mean, Ooh. it just is. Now, here's this, guys. Um, Segwaying back in. Sorry, guys. For the change. <laughs> you love it, though. You come here every week for it. Yeah. Well, Got, like, at and, least... Yeah. 12 faithful listeners. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and I think I think R. Kelly is a good segue because it's a crime that we're talking about. There you go. About, right? True. So now we're back. There it is. Yeah. There we are. Here it is. Now for something completely different. <laughs> um, so the murder of Travis Alexander, like it's... It's a fucking bloody mess, this oh. thing. I'm, I'm going to try to go in order. I don't even know where to begin with this I woman. Know. So, <laughs> Jody Arias, like, I, she was a photographer. She's still in jail, I think. We'll get to that later. She, she was a photographer, and according to the Lifetime Network uh, film, <laughs> Jody Arias, Dirty Little Secret, um, she met Travis Alexander, who I think was a Mormon, at some convention like some business convention they were at i think in vegas great way um, great place to meet people hmm? vegas so good oh, it's yeah. a hotbed of really genuine relationships it, it is like <laughs> i don't know if you guys have been but they pass out these trading cards with lovely women on them. <laughs> <laughs> you can call them up 90 dollars special it's great. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so Travis, he was born apparently in 1977, if that matters, in California. Um, he I, He's Mormon. He was definitely Mormon. And, or the, is that Mormon? He was part of the Church of Jesus Christ of the Latter-day Saints. That's Mormon. That's yeah. Mormon. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he was going hardcore for that. Now, I forget exactly what they were both affiliated in, that they were both at this convention. But I just remember in the movie, she was just like enthralled with this man, just obsessed from the very beginning. And she went up to him afterwards and was like, hey, good looking. <laughs> Let's go back to my place. And he being the respectful mom was like, please, no, ma'am. Thank you, but no thanks gonna have to pass on this um and she showed up again uh and she even converted yeah to 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 mormonism Mormonism, i guess yeah that's intense she did just so she could be with travis and the chick who was playing her in this film her voice was so fucking creepy it was (laughs) like a creepy seductrix like travis that's how she said his name (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and she like moved in. I'm giving like the super short synopsis of this, but she sort of moved in with him, kind of. It was like an on again, off again thing because he okay. couldn't really be with her. And that's why she converted to Mormonism because she's like, listen, you Here belong with me. We're doing this. Oh, man. And she would always take pictures during their intimate times because she's a photographer, guys. Right. Sure. Um, and this is in Arizona, Mesa, Arizona. Um, she moved there actually for him because she didn't live there now that Whoa. I think about it. Okay. So she's a. Uh, She's going hardcore with Travis yeah, here, really? all from his speech. Like, that goes to show you guys, if you wow. want to get into motivational speaking, like, Travis, <laughs> as long as you don't get a crazy one, motivate <laughs> the fuck out of her. Well, and, and I'll, so, I'll be honest, I haven't heard the end of the story right now, so so far it does sound pretty good. Like, you give a good yeah, speech. The and movie it... is fucking great. I want to find that movie. It's great. <laughs> I hate that I love it. But <laughs> it's, it's one of Lifetime's of better films. Oh, man. And it's a Lifetime movie where it's not like... Fuck this guy. I don't need no man. She like she needed him. And like a cheap Nicholas she... Sparks movie or something. Yeah. So she uh sorta tries to move in with them, like make her home there. And I remember they had like this party and Travis was still trying to hide her. So he's like, Let's not get exclusive, you know, like people can't know about you, hence Jody Ari's dirty little secret. Right. And <laughs> Some of his friends who were Mormons were like, Travis, what the hell? Who's she? What is she doing? Um, and I think this is like before and after. And after she converted to Mormonism, they all warned him, like, excuse me. Um, no one just does this that. This bitch is crazy. <laughs> Let's pump the brakes a bit. And Travis was like, no, nah, it's not a serious thing, whatever. We're just doing our thing. No big deal. It's a but really good motivation was... speaker. Really? <laughs> Jody thought it was quite a big deal. Like I really think Travis was just in it for the sex. Oh. And that's it. Yeah, and that's horrible. But I mean not great, but you have needs, I guess. Die for it. I guess so. <laughs> oh, he dies at the end? He does. Oh, he really does. So here's what happened there. <laughs> um, he started like he dumped her. Oh, no. Um, and Jody didn't take too kindly to that. She tried politely, in her way anyway, to get back in there. Um, she would hide out at his house sometimes, oh, I hear. God. Um, and, <laughs> uh. like, stalk the shit out of him. Oh, when she found out that he was dating someone else, she was like, oh, hell no. Oh, no. No. Not here. And she didn't go kill the other girl, which I'm like, good, thank you. Just self control. You know, right. <laughs> <laughs> she just like seductively worked herself back in there with Travis. Mm -hmm. And they had one night of passion after I think he broke up with the other girl too. Um, and but that was over something else. Like he just sort of left it at that. Like we should yeah. be friends, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, so Jody got word of this <laughs> she him. and she shows up at his place and she's like hey jody's here <laughs> so she does her photographer thing they take pictures and blah blah blue um and the next morning jody finds a text message at least this is how it's portrayed on the in the movie um, from the other girl whose name I can't remember, sorry. Um, and she's she's like, Hey, what's up? 
what are you doing? I thought you, uh, you know, dumped that Jody bitch. And she's like, oh, no. Excuse no. me, sir. I am still here. Like, she was typing as Travis. Like, oh, no, no. Or blah, blah, blah. Leave me alone. And something snapped. And, oh, backtracking. I think, I think she has some intent to do something. Because I think on the way there, she, like, rented a car and... Oh had like all these supplies and things because uh. she's like i'm getting the fuck out she was a blonde but she dyed her hair brown okay I think. yeah she was blonde and then went brunette oh boy. um you'll see it in the i want to show you guys her mugshot well first here's travis and oh jesus he looks like never mind i can't make fun of the dead so here's here's jody and travis oh, there man. oh they look happy so she's <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> she's now. gone. Yeah. You can see there. They're like happy living there. Oh, I, oop, I accidentally saved the phone. I just want to turn the picture around, guys. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't want to say that. So um, she, oh, and here's the girl who played her because at the end of the movie, she's like in jail singing at some talent show. Oh, my God. <laughs> Christmas caroling contest, win a turkey dinner. <laughs> Oh my god. And it just <laughs> and it ends on it. her singing if you don't win, you don't holy eat. night. Oh, I love right? Oh no. Like she just sings like oh holy night. Oh my <laughs> god. The stars are brightly shining. Can I can I be honest right now actually? Like somehow, I don't know why, this is hitting me is like super sad all of a sudden. Like your description of the ending of this movie, like, is really making me sad. It's creepy as fuck because they, they like end on that, and then they just zoom in on her face and show you, like, because you know at the end of things they're like Jodie Arias did da 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 that. Like, I don't know why, but even as a kid, like on Unsolved Mysteries, that freaked me out. Like when the screen would go black and then they give you the updates, like, updates on everything, and I'm like, oh no no no. Oh no. my, it makes like, it real. Yeah yeah. So, it yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, you always think the person you're watching on Unsolved Mysteries is in the house behind you yeah. while you're watching them yeah. on Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. So when their part of the show is done, they could kill you. Right. You know, that's it's what awesome. I that's what I always thought. It's just like it this reminds mystery's me. Mystery's gonna be unsolved as well. There's like this meme that goes around every once in a while where it's just like this guy living his life in his house, and there's just like two ghosts that follow him around, but just like never bother him. And then, like, the last, like, little cartoon is just the guy hiding under a blanket because he's watching a horror movie, and the ghost just goes, now, let's get him now. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it's, like, what I always feel like is just, like, my house is not haunted until I'm watching Paranormal Activity, and then I'm just, like, my house is so haunted. I'm hearing noises all of a sudden. Like, that's what See, I feel like. I won't watch it alone. I'll admit that I'm, like, these movies suck, Paranormal Activity, <laughs> because I would watch it with my sister and my mom, and I'm like, nothing's happening. nothing's happening. And then all of a sudden, someone gets dragged down the stairs, and it's at the very end where things just snap off, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> can't do it. But I won't watch it alone. Like, I laughed when I watched it with them, but I'm like, wait, this could happen. Like, <laughs> this is plausible. The, like, year I lived on my own, I was like, I slept with the bathroom light on all the time because I'm like, no, I can't be in the dark here by myself. I don't know what the hell's going to happen. <laughs> well, I we was have, ready. I have a couple of paranormal things that have happened to me at night that we can get to later. Yeah, before we get into it, I don't know what happened to Travis. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Another fun fact. So all this happened in a short amount of time because they were dating. They started dating in February 
of 2007, which seems like a couple years ago, but that was a full 10, 10, 11 years ago. Uh, wow. wow. Ew. Time's right. a son of a bitch. And <laughs> she, that's when she moved to Arizona to be with him. But then the next month, she moved to California and lived with her grandparents. Okay. And I think she's like 30 at this point. Yeah, she was born in 80. And he was born 77, so they're okay. a couple years apart. Um, so she's just, I don't know. I i need to know more about this woman. Like, I wish there were. Maybe there is a 2020 interview that I just missed. But, um, so here's the murder. Oh. Um, I'll say what she did first, and then I'll say why. So she, after the text message in the movie anyway, I'm just going to follow that because it's sort of like an order. Uh, Travis was in the shower. So she's like, oh, Travis, you look so great. Let's take pictures of you naked in the shower. And he's like, whatever. And, (laughs) you know, turns around, starts posing and things. But then he turns around away from her and she fucking stabs him in the back a lot, like a lot, a lot. And (laughs) I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, okay. So Travis tries to get away and... um. There's just, like, blood everywhere, of course, because he's being stabbed in the back repeatedly. Yikes. And um, she just keeps going at him. Stop it. But she still has the camera. Like, the camera fell, so it's taking, like, it took a couple pictures that I'll get to later. What? And then she shot him, and I don't, they don't know if it was, uh, like, after he died or not, but she shot him in the head. What? Yeah. Yeah, so she she kills him a lot, real hard. I'm really glad that this is the moment. She kills him a lot. (laughs) I love that this is the moment Dante walks in too. You like say hi, hey sweetie, how was your day? Cool. You're gonna go do laundry. Cool. He so she killed him a lot. (laughs) Back in it. He's super dead. Um. Yeah. So yeah, like the actual scene looks like horrific. I've seen the movie, and then I also was a creep and looked up the actual. Like crime, crime scene, scene photos. photos. Oh it my is god. Insane. Are you gonna look them up? I do not want to see them. I can't It's insane. It's not as bad as the elevator video. <laughs> I'm still not over that. I Oh I can't. Um, but there's just blood everywhere and she like an idiot leaves a bloody handprint. Girl. What? On the wall. She throws all the clothes and like sheets in the washer. What? And the camera. In the washer? Yep. Why? And then she just goes. She flees the scene. <laughs> and Travis's friends are like, hey, been oh. a while. Where the fuck is Travis? Because I think he was supposed to be out of town. I think Nick found the photo. Oh. He's drunking next to me. I think, when did she actually kill him? It was June 4th, 2008. So we're coming up on the 10-year anniversary here. Happy anniversary. Um, So he had 27 to 29 stab wounds. Whoa. Wow. His throat had been slit. Overkill much. And a gunshot to the head. Cherry on top. That's awful. Yikes. This is is dark. Like, yeah. She she really went in. Um, he had defensive wounds because he was like, you know, trying to fight her off. Like what in the heck is happening right now? Yeah. And 
yeah so it was obviously ruled a homicide um so after they like they found him because his friends were getting suspicious like where is he um let's see and it says on june 2nd between 1 and 3 a.m um that's when she called him and it it the longest call was like 17 seconds like she just kept trying to reach him i guess but don't worry she found him showed up at his house (laughs) um but yeah and then they found out later after investigating that at 5 39 a.m um on june 2nd she that's when she uh had the rent a car from budget rent a car <laughs> in Redding, California. That's a really great advertisement for that company. I mean, Enterprise is better. She should have got that. And whatever <laughs> business convention she was at, I'm sure she could have gotten a business discount. I get a discount with Enterprise. It's great. Um, <laughs> um, and she claimed to be visiting friends in SoCal on her way to Utah for another work conference. Um, to meet with Ryan Burns, a fellow PPL worker. That's the company they worked for. Um, but then she was like, meh, now nah, I'm going to go to Travis's house. And <laughs> that's what happened there. Um, so they found, when did they find Travis is what I'm looking for. Because I know it was like a couple days. Oh. Um, but they like went in because they hadn't heard from him. And that's when they found him. And they're like, shit. So I know they called her of course, because they asked um, the girl who he used to date, who was texting him, um, like, do you have any idea? And she immediately was like, Jody Arias. <laughs> she did it. Find that bitch. It was her. Find her. Let's get it cracking. <laughs> um, yeah. It was almost quite some time. Um, yeah. Apparently, on June 15th, he was scheduled uh, to go on a work related trip to Cancun and apparently Jody was supposed to join him there okay uh but then he was like never mind I'm gonna bring this other girl who was the one uh who was texting him so there's also that that. so of course they found Jody and she denied it and she played the oh no he's dead lord how could this happen and then she like made up some fucking weird story about how all of a sudden there were burglars and what i'm like but girl your handprint <laughs> <laughs> well and also you're so you left <laughs> your camera like and you went you... i don't even know why they had a trial like you she went from being she... surprised to oh and I know there, there were burglars yeah wait a minute it's coming back <laughs> it's coming back uh so here's it so the trial was December 10th 2011 um and the jury selection I guess uh was a year later 2012 and her defense attorney argued that the prosecution was systematically excluding women and African Americans from the jury. So they had to do a redo. Huh. And they're like, no, there's no bias selection in this jury selection here. But again, 
your client's bloody handprint and your client's camera were there on the scene. Yeah. Like, I'm not... Anyway, um, so they were like, let's just do the death penalty. This was 2013. Um, and oh, I have to show you her mugshot. Like, I remember in the movie, she asked if she could do her makeup while she was in the back of the cop car. Yeah. Here she is. It looks oh. like a senior photo. Oh, it does. Wow. Oh my gosh. Why are you so happy, it's girl? It's actually, it's really creepy. Why? Like it's, yeah. it's I will say she looks better as a brunette. <laughs> Looks better I, as a brunette. I agree. I agree. But yeah, and like during the trial, guys, she like dressed so because they were trying to pull that whole sexy slayer thing, you oh know. And she wore like the most conservative, yet oh look, I can sort of be sexy clothing to all these trials and little glasses and things, oh. and really tried to play the I'm cute and innocent sort of thing. So. She and looked I think like later they she even some said photo of her at the trial. I remember, and she looked just like her lawyer, which I think added to the creepy. <laughs> Chody, <laughs> what do you mean? <sighs> like, <laughs> you know, she's I the think... brown hair, and she's like all cute and whatever. And then she showed up to trial, and it was like Jody lawyer clone. It's, it's just it sounds like Jody needs to learn to love Jody <laughs> before. <laughs> Before she can learn to love somebody else. Jody loved too much. <laughs> she just got too, too much, much love to give, guys. <laughs> don't know what's wrong with that. Like, she... Or I don't She just, Travis. like, tries to play every... She tries to play the victim so many times, but then they had, like... His friends go up and be like, this woman is insane. She's crazy. <laughs> well, she did it. Why are we discussing it? Like, I love that. Like, that's the yeah. best thing that it's up, just please. like, I'm so sweet and innocent. I don't know how you think I could do this. And all of his friends are like, it's fucking Jody. Fuck <laughs> that bitch. I think she Jody. even claimed, like, self-defense at one point as well. Oh, you're taking pictures of it happening and his back is turned. Yeah, she, yeah. Like, but anyway, May 7th. Um, after 15 hours, I wouldn't need 15 hours of deliberation. <laughs> she was found guilty of first degree murder. Good. Um, out of the 12 Good jurors, job, five found her guilty of first degree premeditated murder. I would also say that because I'm like, she rented a whole car mm-hmm. and, <laughs> yep. and dyed her hair and had weapons at the ready. So yeah, multiple yeah. weapons. I feel... <laughs> this girl had a plan. So... Um, and the other seven found her guilty of both first degree premeditated murder and felony murder. Um, but she was guilty either mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Um, and Alexander's folks, they were Travis Alexander's folks were all happy, of course, like, please lock this bitch up. And I again, she still played the I don't know, I'm just a fool in love. Sort of thing. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. And I think, is she trying to have appeals? I didn't know that. She's appealing? She tried it. It's over, girl. Like, (laughs) it's done. But yeah, of course, like, the media really did play this up, though, because, I mean, look at her. 
they had to and plus it was like a scandalous sort of thing too because she was like kept as a secret and they had like this secret relationship with all these like salty whatever photos is that the right adjective sultry maybe saucy 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 photos and like guys you really need to see the movie like I know I did a horrible job explaining it here because I'm a little scatterbrained but the point is Jodi Arias fell in love with Travis Alexander and said his name like Travis a lot and <laughs> and fell in love with his motivational speaking got obsessed converted to a Mormon but then he was like girl no if I if I woke up every morning and Kate said my name the way that the way that you say she says Travis I'd be like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I'm just gonna go grab some milk. Uh... Good morning, Jack. (laughs) Take the dog and run. Don't touch my dog. He's like... Leave the dog. You can go. But you know what? I'm seeing this now. Like, if you remember the uh, Amanda Knox case, I think that was the girl who... uh, whose roommate mysteriously was murdered in Italy, was it? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Italy wants yeah, to like retry was... her. Yeah, she was, she was okay. like, and she like came back to America. <laughs> Italy wants to retry her. They have no new evidence, but they don't have, like here we have something called double jeopardy. You can't do that. Italy, they don't have that. And they're just like, no, we actually think you're guilty. We're going to try you again. So you have to come back. And America's like, you don't have to go if you don't want to. <laughs> you can stay here <laughs> if you want. Stay, <laughs> just stay out of Italy yeah, and I think you're like, good. <laughs> they compared the two because, you know, Amanda was also a cute little young thing. And then... I don't know. Still, I'm I not guess. convinced she did it. No, I think, I think, yeah, I think it ended up being that she was pretty innocent. They've never found... They've still yeah, yet to find no, the boyfriend. Yeah. But hey, we should just keep yeah. we should keep comparing these things based on superficial evidence. It's a media game. Like these cute girls might have done something real bad. <laughs> just put them on TV. I did hear something, and I don't know if this is true, and I don't know if this is recent. I heard that Jodi Arias just got married recently. Good for her. I thought I heard that on the news, and I'm hoping that was is a she, joke. Is she, is she still in prison? Yeah. Well, people do that. Yeah. People people write letters to prisoners they. Somehow Still, no. get attached to. Stop. You saw well, that. See, the last paragraph here on Wikipedia says on March 6, 2015, after the retrial of the penalty phase concluded, it was reported that juror number 17, the sole holdout, received death threats and police were posted at her house. Oh, really? Um, Suspicious. And one of them said, the very fact that people are making death threats and trying to out her, it is not a proud day for any single of those people, and they should be ashamed. So, like, Jody definitely has a fan base. Wow. And Every serial killer has a fan are, like, base. gunning for her, who's like, she is innocent bystander. There was, um... Nancy Grace is not a fan. Um... <laughs> Nancy Grace... I'm also not a fan of Jodi Arias, but um, I'm I'm really not a fan of Nancy Grace. So I'm really torn on that. I don't really know where I stand anymore. Like Nancy was not a fan, and but yeah. So I think there's still things out there where people 
on the internet are like, we need to free Jody. Yeah. Well, I feel like every and, serial yeah. killer has that because the the two guys that were the Hillside Stranglers, the same way. One of them died in prison. The other one got married to this pen pal chick that just fell in love with him. And to try to get him out of prison, she kidnapped a woman, took her to her hotel, and tried to kill her oh, in the yeah. same manner to show the police that the actual Hillside Strangler is still a lot at large. That's not a terrible plan. But what's great is that she failed and got caught. Yeah. <laughs> so it didn't work. <laughs> but there are some legit crazies out there. Like, turns I out, don't understand. Turns out that crazy... Finds crazy game recognized game, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, there's just so that's Jody. I mean, uh, God bless her. I don't know what's Jody. going on with her now, but all, all the best. She, she deserves to be there. Like 27 <laughs> yeah. stab wounds, uh, and then she slit his throat and then shot him in the head. Yeah. Like, girl, he's done. Yeah. Just please. <laughs> I think you got him at 26, but you kept it's going over. after that. It is over. Now I'm going to really find that movie, though. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> Save that to your because Netflix. Add before, that to the murder, before the murder, there are some pretty hysterical parts that would be fun to play a drinking game, too. But then you don't want to be like that drunk when the actual murder happens because you just might go cry in a corner or something. True. And definitely don't look up the actual crime scene. because Nick already did. did. It was, it's a mistake. It it's something. a mistake every time. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a weird night tonight. <laughs> I mean, I looked at that elevator thing. Dante, I got to show you this elevator video. It's fucked up. Later. He's not listening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's still mad he went to Chipotle without him. He is. He's <laughs> giving me the cold shoulder. Because <laughs> I didn't get him Chipotle. <laughs> It's probably right, on Uber Eats or something. You just like grab some food for him and oh, bring it back. Oh, it probably is. You You're right. There you go. We can Uber Eats you some Chipotle, Dante. <laughs> you like that? All right. Well, there's Jody Arias. I'm so sorry that was so long. No, it was great. to make it shorter. It was great. All right, guys. You got to sure. devote the time to that kind of level of crazy, though. Yeah, I... There were so many more intricate details, but it's, like she could have her own show. Like, it's... <laughs> I read through so much, and I'm like, I don't know if this is worth mentioning, but, like, the big points are she's crazy. Yeah. She killed him. She has a fan base. She still gets hate mail. Her parents get hate mail. Well, yeah. yeah. She murdered somebody. She should be, like, the next season of, like, Making a Murderer. Like, she should just have, like, a limited series. I'm still waiting on damn season two of that. I need answers. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I did not get through season one. I really oh, tried. Man. I really tried. I felt bad. It was for, was that his nephew? Yes. Or something. The I'm like, boy, you're not that simple. Where you don't know if you killed someone. Right. Like. Like, how do you get tricked uh, into that answer? Right. Yeah. Well, if you say I did, I guess so. Well, I, I guess don't remember. Right. That. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Anywho, um, <laughs> so what are your creepy paranormal stories that are going to keep me up well there's i mean there's one main hub of stories that we all have connections to oh yeah pfeiffer pfeiffer hall oh pfeiffer a north pfeiffer (laughs) for sure (laughs) michelle pfeiffer um (laughs) that is i mean that's something we all in north central's campus that's what we all have connection to i've had shit go down there i don't know if anyone else has 
man i never stepped foot in there after dark like i just didn't i didn't like practicing there because one see i was it was awful all right i i'm a percussionist so all my shit was in wince and i'm like i don't have any reason to be in here the only time i went there was for um gospel choir when we had gospel extravaganza but Mm -hmm. that was during broad daylight (laughs) and everything was fine I had to, I, I know I've gone in there a couple times at night, maybe when somebody I knew was practicing there, but I never, you never I went had to, piano lessons there. You I never went to Fife Ghost Night? Sure didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't doing that to myself. Nick and I went one year. I went another year with, um, I think with roommates. I think Katie and Steph went the second year too. You didn't go to the second time. Yeah, you see it. And I learned, I learned my lesson after the second time. I was like, fuck this noise. <laughs> but <laughs> the first year I kind of got tricked into it because my, it was hosted by like the travel or the, not, the theater club. What was it called? I don't remember. The company? Yes, that sounds right. Something like that. Sure. But um, the president of the company was my roommate the first year at North Central. So, <laughs> and she knew I'd never like lived with a roommate outside of like my sister. So she's like, all right, so roommate 101, I have to go. So you have to go. So then I turned. That's not true. And I, well, <laughs> she got me. But so I then immediately turned to Jack here and it was like, boyfriend 101, I have to go. So you have to go. <laughs> that is, that's, that's law. So we went and we just, we hid in the back and like, all it is, is like literally, I think it was like, is it 10 o'clock or something like that? They meet up and they have like, all the lights are off. This building is shut down for the night, but the whole company is sitting on the stage with nothing but like, I don't know if anyone has been in a theater at night when there's like nothing going on, but they have what is literally called ghost lighting. It's only there for safety. If someone does have to like walk across or whatever, so they don't like trip or get hurt or something so it's just the company up on the stage with just like two sad scary lights just like beaming down on them nope and then we're all just like in the auditorium and pretty much the whole time is the company starts it like the leaders of the company start it and just like swap stories and legends and different things that have been there either that's happened to them or they've heard and then people from the audience can join in if they've had other experiences they can join in so Nick and I, this was my first year there, and this was like... It was like the top. first couple months you were there. Right. Yeah. Like, I moved in September, and oh, this was, was October. Halloween, of course. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So, like, I didn't even know Pfeiffer, really. Yeah. So Nick and I are, like, hiding in the back, because we know nobody, and we don't really know what's going on. So we're hiding in the back, and then once the stories are told, they take you out into the lobby, and they actually give you a tour of the building, and, like, show you, like, where these things have actually physically happened. So there's, like three main ghosts that are said to haunt the building. One is the little girl that the story is there used to be a house on that land and she she tragically fell down the basement stairs and died. And the family moved on and tried to sell the property, but no one would buy it, so they donated it to the college. The college knocked it down and built Viper Hall. But she's said to still be attached to the land, I guess. And so she's been seen wandering about the building. And I think the, the big thing mm-hmm. is, like, you'll, you'll, she'll get you to follow her down the stairs, and then you find her, like, lying at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. What? And that's one, yeah. Of, the, that's one of the stories is year, there were a few years before I, we went there, there was a theater professor that was closing up shop after a show. 
and he was in his office and heard a little girl like running up and down the hallways and didn't seem like a she he thought it was like someone's child from like the audience or something that like had gotten away from their parents and he saw her go down those stairs and he turned the corner on the landing and saw her lying at the bottom of the stairs in a puddle of blood and he came running back to his office called 911 <laughs> and then ran back down to attend to her and she was gone and I'm out. apparently he <laughs> retired like a year later because <laughs> he was like fuck say, this noise I would have dropped out of college right then and there <laughs> yeah but well, that's the thing it's never been validated like, because you, you can call public record to see if he actually called 911 yeah but I don't think anyone's ever done it but like have you ever been down those stairs to where, because it goes downstairs into like the, like the dressing room area where, where like, the, the makeup or, like the makeup and set area. design. I have. And I they took a picture down it's there. Creepy. And they have like all those handprints on the wall and the ceiling over there. Remember that? Yeah. Like I couldn't. I, that already is so creepy, in the right context. Mm-hmm. To then have that be the setting for something like that would be. So that's where it is. Like that's where. Down those stairs. It's those stairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's those stairs. <sighs> Yeah, it's like because the stairs, it's like you go down and then there's a landing and it makes a 90 degree turn to go down more stairs to the basement. So like he got down to the first set, turned and was on the landing and that's when he saw her at the bottom of the second set of stairs. But no one, I don't, at least not that I know of, no one's actually checked to validate if he actually called 911 because that would be on record if mm-hmm. he had. So I don't know, but a oh, lot of man. people, I've had friends while I was there who were like in shows there was a guy who was sitting on those stairs and a girl walked by and there was a show going on or something. And he walked by and there's a, the woman's bathroom in that hall is right at the top of those stairs and the door. And I I've used this bathroom and I hate that bathroom. The door is actually really hard to push open because it's like sure super is. old. And she, he saw her struggling to push the door open. And so he helped her and pushed the door open and let her in. And then he was just sitting there and a couple other people had like, a couple other girls had gone in and like let her or like gone to the bathroom and they had since come out. And he asked her, I'm like, is that little girl still in there? And she's like, and they're like, what little girl? There was like nobody <laughs> in there when the two, and he like had physically helped her in the bathroom like open the door to it so there's like that or they've like people have seen her drinking from the water fountain that are there mm-hmm. people have reported her like the practice rooms were these old big thick wood Ugh. oak doors that had just a square glass window at the top so yeah. you can like an adult height person can see if someone's in there and there's reports that if like you were playing she get she loves the sound of music so if you're using the practice room she'll come and either watch you through and she's like five so she's like three feet tall and she'll just see her face in that window that's about five feet off the ground or she'll come into the practice room and dance around while you play nope luckily i never had that and that sucks like (laughs) i heard that story two months into being at ncc right so for the next two years you go to Wentz to practice at night and all the rooms are full and you're just like fuck (laughs) Yes, I'm not practicing. Nope. So now I gotta go to Piper. <laughs> Shit. I go to Piper. Or I, I fail my classes. These once, are my options. I have not once practiced at Pfeiffer Hall. It's awful. After hours, I just have not. Like one, I'm not going all the way over there. Yeah. <laughs> well, True. freshman year, I was at Seeker, so that was like the halfway point between the two. Yeah. But one, I'm like, I just paid six million dollars for this building, so I'm going <laughs> in it as much as I damn well please. And <laughs> two, Fiverr just, I just didn't like it. 
So. There was always <laughs> such a weird ass vibe, and I don't know if it was ever because, like, you kind of knew whether you knew in depth or not. You like knew that there were stories about the building, and that's mm. what gave you that weird well, vibe. But the other side of it is like even in broad daylight, like. If I it's if I remember correctly, creepy. like whence the practice rooms, the, there's no windows. No. So like, the fact that somebody could just anybody could come look at me while I'm practicing yeah. makes me uncomfortable. It's almost as creepy as like yeah. looking through peepholes. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. just, but no, it's awful. Pfeiffer's just a creepy building. It's old and creaky. Mm-hmm. Like I had, I think I had theory in there my first year. I definitely yeah. I had diction in there, and I also had arrangement and orchestration. Mm-hmm. The MENC oh, meetings yeah. were all in there. We had our um our elementary ed uh, methods was in there. Yeah, that's true. We had a couple classes, but again, they were all like during the day, so it wasn't it wasn't mm-hmm. that bad. And I left immediately. I did have one thing happen there during broad daylight, and I was on the phone with my friend Nikki at the time. And I lost my mind and just started screaming. She's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> but, like, I had my voice lessons in there once because I usually had it in my voice teacher's house because I had Vicky, and she lived across the street. Mm-hmm. And I was always at her house, but she was refinishing something. So we were in Pfeiffer, and it was, like, at 10 a.m. or something. I'm walking down the side hall that also leads into the auditorium, and I just hear, like, I'm on the phone with my friend trying to tell her something. And all of a sudden, it was like applause just breaks out, like loud applause coming from the auditorium. And I was like, well, that's weird. Normally, these doors are closed if there's a performance going on or whatever. And I'm trying to tell Nikki, and she like tells me, she's like, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. And I'm like, I'm sorry, hang on, I'm almost outside. And I walk by the doors and look in, and suddenly the sound stops completely. And I look in the auditorium, and it's pitch black. There's not a soul in there. And that's when I just, like, immediately took off running. And, like, I'm on the phone with Nikki, and she's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I can't. I'm running. I'll talk to you later. And, like, I just, like, hang up the phone. Like, I don't know what the fuck that was, but I'm getting the hell out of here. I have oh, man. no idea what that was, but I will never forget that. Nikki was See, and the, ever since... this shit has happened to me there. <laughs> and if I ever go back, it ought... It, I just... Stay the fuck away. <laughs> I'm not having it. I'm not having it. Like, I have yet to have any of these, like, paranormal incidents happen to me. Knock on wood. Like, ever and anywhere? Not a one place. Really? Like, no. No. I have a lot of shit going on in yeah, my life. <laughs> like, I, I've I seen like it happen. Or me. not seen it, but I've heard it happen to other people. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm just hoping it stays away from me. Like, My, I don't think I've been in a situation where I guess it could, because I've been in five for tons of times. It's but, true. Yeah. But you did avoid it at night. That's when most yeah. went down. Because then there was also Yellow Boots, who was a guy, who was a janitor who worked there in the 50s, and he hung himself in his office. And he still roams the building. Yeah. And I've come in contact with him once at Pfeiffer Ghost Night. Wow. The first oh. time. See? You gotta stay away from these ghost nights. <laughs> but that that was creepy because they tell us the story and that is validated. Like they have found like newspaper clippings of that incident happening in Pfeiffer. Like so that is like that tangible evidence that this actually existed. But what's creepiest is during Pfeiffer Ghost Night, it's because they take you on this tour of this building. They took you oh, his yeah. his office is located like on the theater side of Pfeiffer. On the second floor lobby, they have, like, bathrooms, like most theaters do. 
in the men's room, that's where his office was. Like on that back wall, there used to be a door that led to the janitor's like office. It's now since walled off and been tiled over, but they never closed up or like boarded up the wall really. So they like take you in there and they're just like knocking across the wall and all of a sudden it just goes hollow. And it's just like that moment you're standing in the dark in the men's room of this creepy old theater and they're telling you the story and then that just hollow knock is enough to validate whatever they just said. (laughs) You're like, I don't want to play anymore. I am out. (laughs) Yeah, man. I remember seeing a lot of people go to that shit. Like, I would walk past them when I'm going to, like, the cage or the boiler house. I'm like, huh, saps. (laughs) (laughs) Suckers. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not doing this. I won't have any part of it. I can't. Nope. Nope. I will say for the most part in my life, I I don't seek it out, but Mm. I do have a lot of random experiences as if it's following me. (laughs) I had a couple at my house, like my childhood home. Your house um, is super hot. But like, I mean, uh, and I, I'll be honest, like I'm kind of, as I get older, I get more and more skeptical of this kind of stuff. Um, Not about your house though. Yeah. But like <laughs> when I, so I can think of two specifically <clears throat> when I was little. The first one was I'm sitting in the living room, I'm home alone. It's just me and my dog and I'm watching TV and I just hear voices coming from the uh, answering machine. And this was back when it was like, the little mini tapes you put in the answering machine like it wasn't it was like an analog system not a sophisticated mm-hmm. so like it didn't seem like it'd be something <laughs> that you could glitch into producing audio but it was like just a yeah. whole bunch of voices just coming out of the answering machine so i just kind of grabbed my dog and we left the house <laughs> um, and then years later um i got home from school and i was going to make a frozen pizza so i go downstairs to our second fridge and i open the door to the freezer and i just hear like the, a voice and I can't like make out the words, but I like you. You know, you can hear the, like you can hear the the the, the speech pattern, and it just sounds like a question. Like it kind of goes up at the end, you know. And I just so it sounded like something ha- like asking me a question, and to the point where I l- responded into the air. Like nope. that's like how <laughs> that was how present and how real no. it was in my head. <laughs> no. I spoke out loud. To somebody asking me a question, and I was home alone. Oh no! <laughs> and yeah, and then nothing else came after that. But it was, it was, it was a weird. Well, there was the one time that I was staying over there, and it was like summer, and it was so stinking hot in your room. And you said, "Well, let's go sleep in the basement. It's much cooler." Extremely hesitantly, I was like, "Okay," because mm-hmm. um, <laughs> this was after he'd heard voices. As well as this was after the fact that his dad, because his dad used to drive trucks for a living, so he'd go to bed at like 5, 6 p.m. because he was up at like 2 or 3 mm-hmm. to go get ready for work. So he went to bed, and I don't know if you guys were in the house or not, but this was just the story he told me, that he was lying in bed watching TV, and in the doorway of his bedroom, he just looks over, and there's a woman standing there in a white dress, but like nothing... But, like, there were no legs touching the ground underneath the dress. Like, it just kind of ended at her dress. And she looks at him. They, he's like, I locked eyes. She moved towards me, and I sat up, and then she, like, took off down into the basement and vanished. And, like, I don't know if you guys were home at that point or... No, so, no, the, so kind of like that. So she, he, he looks over. She's at the doorway. Mm-hmm. And then he closes his eyes. 
and, and to be Smart. like, to be like, to be like, shit, 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 shit. <laughs> so, and he opens his eyes, and now she's slowly making her way towards the bed, like the foot of the bed. So he closes his eyes again. Kill it with fire. <laughs> Burn it to the ground. So he opens his eyes again, and she's now moving away from the bed and kind of around the corner. And around the corner from his bedroom is the living room. And we had friends over for a sleepover. We were all sleeping in the living room. So oh, then he got up to like go see if she was going to then be by us, and she was gone. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So are these like, okay, so when you see these folks do they look like just like actual people is it like the sixth sense style or like they um, look like full flesh i and i haven't seen anybody in the house um or really anything that i could consider ghostly but my as, apparition as my dad describes it like except for the bottom half it seemed like a person. I think, yeah, I think that's at least what he, like, pointed out is that, like, it didn't dawn on him until he noticed there weren't legs. Yeah. And that's when he was like, shit, that's not right. Well, man, maybe I could have and just didn't notice. Maybe. Yeah. Who yeah. knows? But, yeah, there was, so, yeah, there was that one night. It was after she had asked you a random question while you were in the basement. Yeah. And after I knew about your dad's story. <laughs> and he's like, you know what? It's too hot in here to sleep, so let's go sleep in the basement. I'm like, yeah, I'm not super driving on that idea but <laughs> sure uh because it's two in the morning i don't want to drive home um but yeah so we go downstairs and we're posting up on the floor and like his basement are it's sort of like you go down the staircase and you can either go right into like the main family room living room area or you can go left and then there's a bathroom and if you continue left like making a u-turn it leads you into like the laundry room and then that's where his brother's room was at the time um, like kind of back in the back of the basement. So we go down the stairs and make a right and we're just lying on the, we're just sleeping on the floor watching TV and I'm where I'm positioned is like right at my feet is at the bottom of the stairs. So I can like see the bathroom door and see the doorway into the laundry room. So I'm like lying there watching TV and I just like see something move off the corner of my eye and I look over and I see like the silhouette of someone like peeking out from the laundry room door like from that wall like looking at us and it's like pitch black so i just see the silhouette and i all of a sudden i just like i don't know jack <laughs> well. and i'm like man i think you need to turn down the tv because um his brother's now wife girlfriend at the time and i'm like i think we woke them up um they're they're like trying to gesture us to like turn the tv down or whatever and he just goes they're not here they're in new york for a wedding Mm-mm. nope i'm pretty sure at that Sleep point i just over. i like i just kind of like grabbed him hard and i was like but at that point it's like if i get up and try to go upstairs i have to walk towards it to go up the stairs so what do i do? so at that point i was just like i went full five-year-old and was just like if i can't see it it can't see me situation and I just pulled the blanket straight over my head mm-hmm. and cuddled hard into Jack while we were lying there. It was like, well, I don't want to play. Maybe if I stay real still, <laughs> like, it will just go away. I mean, that's valid. I... Longest night of my life. <laughs> I don't know what I would do in these situations. <laughs> now I'm like, I need a plan. An action I need... plan. 
Can I, can I talk about Peter Madsen? It's kind of been, I just read about oh, it today, yes. and it's kind of like, okay. it's, 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 <coughs> sorry, I don't, if that's okay, I don't want to, if we're, if we want to talk about ghosts, we can talk about ghosts. I could talk about ghosts for hours. Um, I have a lot of shit that's <laughs> gone down in my life. <laughs> so, so Peter Madsen is ongoing right now, and, um, so this, this happened just last fall. Um. Oh. Yeah, so, and he's currently on trial. Um, not to spoil anything, but he's, yeah, he's the murderer. What? Um, so he's, uh, he was born in Denmark, and he's an engineer. Um, he's just, he's kind of, he's been known for a while, he's, like, built a lot of stuff. Um, he's built, like, three mini submarines. Um, and he was kind of, yeah, yeah, and he was, like, known for that for a little bit. And I guess he was taking part in this, like, amateur space race to see, you know, which amateurs can get to space faster or if they can at all um and this reporter named kim wall she's swedish and she was like a freelance but like legit she wrote articles for new york times and time magazine and like vice and no not vice slate but either way um um so she starts kind of contacting him to like say you know to interview him about the space race stuff and they've been talking back and forth and trying to set something up and then so randomly, yeah, I've heard of this one. Yeah, I used to know his name. So okay. ra- randomly, a few months later, she gets a text saying like, "Hey, we can do the interview. We should do it. On, we should do it on one of my mini submarines." She's like, "All right." So they, they red go, flag. Yeah, yeah, they go meet up, and it's gonna be like a two-hour tour. And she's like texting her boyfriend throughout the tour, and she's doing the interview, and then her text to her boyfriend just stop. And it's now, like, hours after the tour is supposed to end. Mm. So he calls the police, and the police go searching. And eventually, they find the submarine, like, in the process of sinking. Like, it's, it's like, in distress. The submarine is in distress. So they, like, save Peter from the submarine, and Kim's just not there. And, and he's, yeah, and, and, and he's just like, oh, no, I dropped her off. And this happened later. And they were like, yeah, but she's still missing. So they start looking for her elsewhere, thinking that, yeah, he dropped her off and something else must have happened. Right. So they're looking around, and, like, days later, while they're looking for her, her torso washes up on shore. Oh, no! See, I didn't know this. Yeah. I just knew she was missing. Oh, yeah. So her torso washes up on shore. So then they go back to Peter. And they're like, hey, we found her torso. You didn't drop her yeah, off. Yeah, what, what, hey, what? Hey, Pete. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you, what do you think happened? You dropped off a part of her. Where's the rest of her? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and his response is, oh well. So while we were at sea, the hatch, which is really heavy, hit her in the head and cracked her skull open, and she died. And I buried her at sea. Maybe call nine one one. Yeah. Let someone in on that. Yeah, he was just his whole thing was I thought it would be respectful to bury her at sea given the circumstances. And then lie about that. And then and then lie about it. Um, Of course. Yeah. 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 So now so now he is a person of interest. And they're investigating him while continuing they they then send like search divers out to the water. And while they're doing both those things at his house on his computer they find a whole bunch of videos of like women being tortured um no i didn't know that. both both fake and potentially real <gasps> no 
like um, he did this to other people? No, or like no, no, no. Like he other... found videos of other folks torturing like, people. on the dark web situation. Yes. Oh, God, yeah. no. So um, they find all that stuff. And then while they're finding that, they continue to find body parts in the water. Oh, God. Um, wow. Yeah, I guess, like, he, God, no. he dismembered her oh. and put him in plastic bags and tied the plastic bags to, like, pipes mm-hmm. to sink them. Um, and then, so they, so the, so they keep just diving and then finding all, they find a saw underwater and they find all the stuff. They find like both legs, her head. Oh, and then, so when they find her head, oh, God. they say, Hey, there's no wound on her head. There's no, like, you know, like a you skull say, crushing. You, yeah, there's no, yeah. her head was not cracked open by a hatch. And he said, Oh, I'm sorry. I misspoke. What actually happened? <laughs> for the second, I misspoke for the second yeah, time. Yeah. What actually happened was, the there was a there was a gas leak and the submarine was filling up with carbon dioxide, and before I could get the the hatch open, she died from just you know, what what do they call it? Suffo- suffocating essentially. Yeah. She suffocated, um, and then I buried her at sea. And then they're. How do you misspoke? But then, but then the thing is, so they're investigating all these body parts. There's like 15 stab wounds in the torso. Um, Holy shit! Yeah, and 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 you know, I don't know how he came to this conclusion, considering it was in pieces. But the coroner says she was probably, she was either strangled to death or had her throat cut. Um, But either way, so. So then he's currently on trial, and all this stuff is coming up now. And and so they, they ask, you know, like, there's all these stab wounds. And he was like, and, and his response is, oh, well, you know. I misspoke. Well, <laughs> no, his, his, his response is, I didn't want, I wanted it to sink so that it was a good burial at sea. And if I didn't put stab wounds what? in the body, it would fill up with gas, and what? and she would, and the torso would rise up. So that her family so can get closer. So two things. First, you failed because that was the first thing to wash ashore. And then second, that's a garbage bullshit. I can't. Well, and that's the other that. thing too. That's the creepy part too. The other detail is all the stab wounds because it wasn't just her torso. Well, and I know, yeah, it was her torso. All the stab wounds are centered around the genitals. <gasps> Stop. Stop it. Uh. So Peter, yeah. Damn so it. so back so to tie to Jody to tie to your Jody story, like you wonder why there's even a trial. Um, yeah. Oh, the most recent news story was from a month ago. He officially pled not guilty. Stop. Okay. Yeah. Is he now gonna come back and be like, "Oh, I misspoke. <laughs> My like secret captain is the one yeah. who did this to yeah. her." You're the only person that was in that submarine with her. Like, how do you even plan? Right. And and just. He's been super weird and detached throughout the entire process. Like, someone, one of the one of the prosecutors asked about all the weird torture porn on his computer, and yeah. and he was just like, and he was like, I don't see the problem. Frankly, I think it's weird that you're even asking about it. And he's been like super like cavalier about it. Yeah, and he like talks yeah. about himself in the third person sometimes. Oh, and like, th- someone did like a psych eval, and they were like, he doesn't. Even if it was like an accidental thing, he doesn't seem super broken up about. So he's just yeah. a sociopath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Gross. yeah, so that story needed to be told because it's just and that's ongoing. I'm very curious to see what happens. 
Like, I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't even, like, I knew roughly what about the it. motive? I... I think, I think it was... Saw the porn, wanted to try it? Apparently he had, um, look, he had just watched one of the torture videos, like, the night before he took her out. So maybe it was, like, on his mind. Um... He, just a high-functioning sociopath. I don't know the exact details on this, so I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I read that he like wrote a blog post entitled, mm-hmm. obviously not in English, um, but entitled like Heaven and Hell. And Heaven is about like all the good stuff he does, and the Hell is all of his dark desires. And like both sides were read in court. Heaven was read. Head was read. Heaven was read by the defense lawyers, and hell was read by the prosecutors. Oh Why? my god, guys! <laughs> I cannot handle this right now. Yeah. Like Peter, guilty. Let's just go <laughs> ahead, lock him up. Like this is why I can't be. I seriously thought about being a lawyer because I feel I can argue any side, like <laughs> successfully. But if I were this judge, I'd be like, "Why are we here?" You're guilty. No yeah. jury. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Wasting my time. It's just. <laughs> Bye, Pete. Like, <laughs> there are some sickles out there, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone be safe. Yeah. Ah, this was great. This was fun. This was so You guys good. are fantastic guests. Oh, thanks. Oh, thanks. It was really fun. <laughs> great. It was a good time. Might make the reoccurring. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. Well, I've got ghost stories for days, so. <laughs> I I know other stuff too, but (laughs) (laughs) I can talk about other things. I've got one topic and I've got one topic only, and that's ghost stories. I have many leather-bound books, (laughs) and my office smells of rich mahogany. I read stuff sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) No, guys, it doesn't just have to be this. Like I like like I said, all of you guys in our little drunken ramblings group, you're all gonna be on this show so if you're listening lucky i forgot my stuff during the holiday party (laughs) i most definitely would have happened yes (laughs) like uh. oh it's gonna happen oh that's what i was gonna well i slept like a rock that night but you have been (laughs) i mean you've been to our current place and i'm not fully convinced this place isn't haunted it's not haunted this place is fine What about the lamp in the third bedroom? What about the lamp in the... It's a cheap lamp that shorts out. What about Mr. and Mrs. Claus? They started dancing. Those are very, very old. Stop rationalizing things. I will... (laughs) It cheapens all other paranormal discussions. What about the wooden cat? What about the wooden cat? (laughs) The ghost didn't like the wooden cat. I'm not having this discussion. Wooden Wowie. Well, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> guys, well, this was great. Yeah, this was I really enjoyed fun. Your stories. So I'm creeped out and intrigued at the same time. <laughs> I don't know what I'm about to do with my free time. I'm definitely about to tell Dante that elevator story. Yes. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing that somewhere else. I can't remember where, but I'm like, how does she just. Like, you can't get in there. Yeah. You can't yeah. get in. No. So. Yeah. And you were far closer to this hotel than we are, so you could just go check. It's still an oh, active I'm running hotel. They've, rebra- <laughs> they've rebranded, though, so it's probably different now. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Spending your Friday night. I know it's like two hours earlier there, so it's like 
close. What time is it even? It's like close to midnight by you. So not bad. It's like eleven fifteen. It's Friday. So yeah, we're good. it's Friday. That's I mean, true. we were in Friday, our pajamas by like Friday. eight. So <laughs> that just that just tells you how sweet and hip we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting there. Like I came in. And I had to start this. Otherwise, I would have dressed all the way down. (laughs) Don't even worry. Um, But I really enjoyed those stories. They were great. Yay! Yeah, Um, yeah, this was was a blast. Thanks for having us. Joey yours, man. You guys for for coming on in. It was almost sort of last minute. So, I mean, thanks. Mm -hmm. We got it together. We (laughs) talked about some space diapers. Oh, yeah. Oh, those space diapers. We talked about so much. We oh my god! About so much. It started with space diapers and it unraveled. Space diapers seems like me. days ago. It does. Shit. And yeah, space. our dog like, just has given up on us. Get me got up and I bet I can find them on eBay. Oh, for I, sure. I don't know. Then give it a shot. And you gotta look. You gotta search properly. Let me find my notes again. It's it's maximum absorbency garment mags if you garment. will yeah not a di- just a yeah gun. that's nice AKA space diapers thanks for listening and I'll see you next week bye bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>